Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we normally play Dungeons and Dragons in a basement and then put it on the internet. But for now, we're just going to keep it right on the internet from Jump Street. Thank you for joining us. My name is Sam. I am the Dungeon Master for this campaign. And thank you for joining us for episode 17 of Duck Duck Dice. How is everyone in the group doing? Doing well. Reluctant Doing smiles, well. <laughs> uh, half-ass thumbs up. So we're hanging in there. We're all here. Um, it's want to be depressing. <laughs> we are without Shyla tonight. Um, she has got um, a scratchy throat and um, is taking time to rest up. So we wish her the best, obviously, as we do with everybody at home. We hope you are healthy and safe, and at least relatively happy and if at all possible, maybe we can bring you a little bit joy, a little bit of joy this evening. Speaking of joy and other entertainment things that you can do from the comfort of your own home, you can watch the Game Goose podcast, which Clinton's going to talk about. Yeah, I don't know if we're doing it tomorrow or not or when we will be doing it again. But uh, usually on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., myself and the uh, immaculately funny Dan Curry and the ever handsome neil brower uh we get together and we talk about video games uh video game news video game pop culture that kind of jazz you know you've heard of them you know what video games are we talk about them it's at 8 p.m on tuesdays and i know what we're talking about tomorrow if it ends up happening at least for a while yeah it better be animal crossing (laughs) all right no, Actually, you guys should do a juxtaposition. Doom Eternal versus <laughs> um, the thing I just said. Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, it's just going to be a meme fest? Yes. Well, yeah. Definitely yes. be talking about Animal Crossing tomorrow if we do end up meeting. So. Yeah. And how there's no switches available. Well, if you want to switch no, light, you can get a switch light. Yeah, but, you know. Probably not a switch it, light. No, switch lights are fine. They're fine. But that discussion can... I guess be happened or can happen online. Can be happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Um, really want to get into the. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the debate. Uh, Danny, do we have anything we want to talk about additionally? You know, we actually, we we don't. um, No specific shout outs except for the wonderful people who do our sound on our normal, regular, in basement house time. Um, So shout out to Los Dino over at Music D20. Uh, You can find him on Twitter. He's great. I just thought of this, Sam, but you can play with music through Roll Twenty, and it would have come through. That's maybe true. Yeah, maybe I'll get some stuff going, and we can. Uh, no parts of the Caribbean music, unfortunately, but we can get some of Will's music up, and Kevin McLeod's, and Tabletop Audio, because that's who we normally use, and really appreciate their work. Cool. No dice thing, Danny. No dice thing. Not today. Not okay. Today. Cool. We'll save dice things for another time. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Then let's get into it. When we last left the blessed, they had made slow progress out of the Halcyon Plateau by way of a wagon caravan out of Horn Rock. While facing a constant threat of griffin attacks, the group met some of their fellow travelers, like Darwin, the failed businessman, and Bona the Bard, who was killed by a griffin in between a stream of bombarding questions for the members of the Blessed. 
They also have reason to believe that a mysterious woman in their midst may be smuggling blood tongue through the caravan, which they noted to Marcus, their friend and captain of the Hornrock guards protecting the wagons. Briefly leaving the confines of the wagon train, the group ventured out onto the plateau one night, following the sound of the stone people drums, which were coaxing the small black stone the group had found earlier deeper into the mountainous area. Slaying a cobra that attacked them on their way proved to be an easy task, but they would soon face a much deadlier foe. The next day, as the caravan approached a large ramp roadway to another level of the trail, a roper attacked, ripping a wagon from atop the wagon and tearing a few of the Hornrock guards and Greenneck Company mercenaries to pieces. The blessed now stand before the slain beast and the carnage left in its wake. As you all stand there, so the handful of guards that remain kind of stand there dumbfounded at the magnitude of this fight and the strength of this monster. As you hear the sound of like panicked footsteps and running guards um, down the ramp above you. As um, the feet kind of make their way to the sandy bottom, um, you all see Marcus and, and John Cook kind of their jaws just kind of like drop at the sight of this creature. Some of its tentacles still stretch out like 20 to 30 feet out from its body. There are bits of mangled flesh and, and limbs and half of bodies of the guards kind of like strewn about the outside of this stone pillar like creature. That's now kind of slumped over um, dead. And Marcus is just kind of saying, he's like, I don't, we didn't, there's a, and John Cook just kind of like looks as like, looks at Marcus and says, well, you guys were the first ones up. Not sure why you didn't check. And Marcus is just like, I didn't, I just assumed everything was fine. I didn't think that this, anything would rip. And he's kind of like walks away to like, kind of take a breath for a moment. Um, as you see some of the other green neck mercenary uh, members start kind of picking over the bodies of their comrades and kind of pulling them away from the creature. Um, I figure Lex is probably uh, trying to kick away some of the uh, uh, tentacles that were just until now uh, wrapped around him. Yeah. Um, and you can still kind of feel as you're kind of pulling them off this um this like nerve twitch to them that kind of just like squeezes every now and then. Yeah. Hey, hey Lex. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Aaron. Uh, while you're there, you want to look for any arrows? Uh, it'd be nice to get some back. Do I see any arrows around me? Uh, make an investigation check. My favorite. Should we add uh, this thing to the top of the cart too? Like another weird hood ornament? Oh, please, no. Oh, please, I don't want to look at this. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a five. Five? Why? Okay. It looks like a rod. Uh, yeah, you don't really find any any arrows, and the ones that you do find seem to have broken on impact to the, uh, this, uh, the stone flesh of this roper. Sorry, Aaron, I don't see anything that really looks usable anymore. It's fine. I just kind of look back at the stupid thing that I was unable to cut and just kind of just sheathe my sword and just walk back to the cart and make sure everyone else is all right. 
I grab okay. Una as well. All right. Um, yeah, and at this point, Scrammy Finch kind of wheels back up in his cart and is like, oh, that's what I figured it was. Roper, huh? Yeah, nasty things. I've encountered them out here before. You never know whether they'll pop up. Sneaky little devils. They're and, awful. And with that, he kind of just starts rolling up the wagon, uh, rolling the wagon up the um, ramp, um, making yours the last um, full wagon, or still intact wagon, I should say, on the lower level level of the trail. The wagon that got pulled off of the ramp is just kind of like smashed to bits um, with kind of items strewn about. Um, at this point, John Cook is kind of like walking over to the wagon, um, the one that he was charged with, you know, protecting and kind of leans down and peers underneath. He's like, yep, driver's dead. And he just kind of just like kicking around these pieces um, and starts walking back up the ramp, um, leaving you all and um, kind of Marcus out in the open from away from the ramp. What do you all do? Um, I guess there's... As I see the wreckage of the cart there, do I notice any like telltale red rocks in any of the wreckage? Um, make an investigation check. Oh, goody. Uh, that one's better. 14. 14. Wow. wow. I know what's important. Oh, let's see here. <laughs> okay. Um, so you don't find any red rocks. Um, so what would have been pulled off of the um the wagon would have been one of yonder's wagons um and you see um several smashed um uh large kind of like pottery like urns um of kevorkian oil kind of now seeping into the white sand you know, broken asunder. Um, you also see a bunch of boxes fu- filled with what look like varying sizes of like sand hourglasses. Um, some like very finely constructed. Most of them look some look broken. Um, you also find boxes of what look like these kind of finely carved thin stone tiles that all appear to be broken as well, um, along with boxes of small chain links. Um, almost looks like they were for um, producing chain mail somewhere, um, and all of those are just kind of scattered throughout the sand as well. Um, but no red rocks. No red rocks. Um, you said that most of the hourglass things were busted. If there's one that's intact, I might take that. Okay. You're just going to steal? I not using it now. Um the one hourglass that you managed to find um is fairly small, um maybe six inches long. Um it looks like it's kind of bound together with a very simple pewter um with a thin glass um um cylinder that holds this fine yellow sand that is still intact. So 
did all the Yenders people die then, or? Um, let's see here. Which um the the so let's see Yonder's guards. So there's still John Cook is still alive, and they have so there are only three Green Net Company members left. Um, John Cook and two others. And all those were the ones guarding Yonder stuff, right? Yes. Well. And John Cook just kind of like looks down and is like, well, Yonder probably knew what he was getting into. I suppose he'll get the news when his payment doesn't come. And he just kind of starts to walk back up the ramp then. Oh, he left it all behind? Didn't even like look yeah. through any of it? He kind of kicked it around, and I mean, I think, uh, you know, he's jar- jar- um, charged with like guarding the caravan, and here it's like he can't guard a pile of broken merchandise. So, is okay. uh, John Cook is leaving. I'll just kind of turn it up and ask. John Cook is kind of just standing off in kind of the um, opening before the ramp, just kind of like collecting himself. Um, are you? Are you sure you don't want us to, like, I don't know, maybe grab some of this that might be worthwhile to take in? Are you saying this to Marcus or John Cook? Uh, John Cook. Okay. He says, well, <clears throat> that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I guess I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and grab uh, Skiff and Dust, and we'll, uh, I guess, see what we can scoop up here loaded on the other wagon maybe we'll at least uh get paid a little more than half then we have room on our wagon too if you need the assistance yeah we'll see uh we'll see what we can scrape up but uh, appreciate the offer it's very kind of you and him and the other uh he goes and grabs the two mercenaries that are that were still kind of under the ramp and they begin to kind of find whatever pieces of boxes or intact containers they can and start mainly trying to scoop up like the chain links as that's one of the main sort of things that's not broken necessarily. It's just scattered about. What a mess. I'm going to go back to the wagon lay down until we leave. Are you okay. Eric? What? Are you feeling all right? Oh, yeah. Uh, just need to get out of the sun. Okay. Uh, describe me Finch's wagon. Look like it's pr- pretty okay to keep moving again as soon as we're good. Yeah, when he rolled up. Nice face, Clinton. <laughs> when he uh, rolled up um, the wagon. Yeah, he, I mean, it seemed like he knew exactly what this thing was and like got the F out of Dodge um, as quickly as he could. And as soon as the way was clear, he was back up that ramp. All right. Well, I guess I will saunter back over to our wagon and get loaded up. All right. And Marcus, without really kind of saying a word to any of you, just starts plodding back up the, uh, 
the ramp. Um, but before he does, he kind of yells some orders at some of the guards who are underneath the, the ramp and they go over and they start helping the green neck, uh, company guys scoop up the rest of the chain links. And after a while, it looks like they've got, you know, a couple of crates worth of both sand and chain links, and they kind of carry it up to the, uh, the ramp and, um, seemingly stash it on the other wagon of yonders this uh monster does it have like teeth or anything oh yeah can i try to like take one sure uh make a survival check uh skills that's what it's uh 11 11 you you you're pulling and pulling and it, it seems like the roots of this tooth go like are almost like either really deep or like like part of this uh this creature's mouth and you can't manage to quite tug it out I'll kick it and walk away <laughs> it explodes <laughs> <laughs> the tooth Maybe falls out gingerly <laughs> <laughs> all right are you guys doing anything else? Or are you heading on up the way? Heading up. All right. So as Ally, you guys kind of... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Ally, were you going to be driving again? Yeah, I can drive. It's not a big deal. Can't see the greatest in the day, but maybe... I just figured maybe I'll ride up front with you for this next stretch. Sure. Always welcome the company. Yeah. I just kind of look like the other driver... Or what's left of him is like, yeah, no, I just think uh, maybe I'll be better suited up front. I'll load up. We'll take your spot in the back. All right. Can't get it. So all, all loaded up in the wagon. You guys head back up to the top. Uh, the wagon sort of clunking along uh, this ramp as you go up about 20 feet to the next level of this trail uh, where you do see the um the guards loading up those crates securing them down into the second wagon um at this point now you guys are um a shorter wagon train than you were originally um and there's a noticeable dent in the number of guards uh that were on this caravan um but you also notice that the um the landscape has shifted somewhat, even just with the slight elevation. Um, the canyon walls here seem, the canyons seem wider and the height of the cliff faces seem lower. Um, the stone kind of shifts from the red to this kind of brown color. Um, and it's kind of porous. Uh, it's got, you know, holes in it that are you know some the size of a bowling ball down to you know a pinhead um this kind of almost volcanic looking brown stone um and the ground from the white sand is now this kind of um almost like a, just a um a pebble filled kind of brown sand um and like i said the the, the canyon trail kind of opens up much wider uh, you guys have been used to like trails that were you know anywhere from 10 to maybe 25 feet and you can see out ahead where this trail that is about 
20 feet wide opens up to 50 and then almost to where you can't see. Um, but you can see up ahead that the sky really kind of opens up um, as your field of view is kind of unblocked by the previous narrow towering canyons that really you've been used to your entire time in the plateau. And with that, you all head onward. Um, let's see here. Can I get somebody to roll me a D100, please? 58. 58. All right. And let's see. I said it was midday, right? So let's get one more of those rolls, please. Uh, I guess I'll go. 58. <laughs> all right. So you all continue down this sort of widening trail um, for several hours. Um, the like I said, the, the the canyons are wider. The um, height of the walls is much lower, allowing you to kind of in some of the wider expanses um, where there are these the, the the caravan kind of snakes through the canyon, despite the fact that it's very wide. Um, the trail almost seems more unkept than the previous one. So there are these kind of large boulders and small boulders that the, the wagon train almost kind of has to snake through. Um, and you see um, mud pits as well. And the ground itself seems to almost have a, a mildly muddy kind of consistency to it. Like there's some actual moisture here. Um, and about maybe... Let's see, you guys were like midday. So like around like maybe two, three o'clock. Um, at the one point, you are venturing through a fairly wide area. Um, again, snaking through between all of the boulders. And you can see not far, um, maybe 100 feet away or so, the very clear silhouette of two griffins perched on the cliffside just kind of watching you as you all kind of roll through. Ally, do you think we should do something about them or does it seem like the guards ahead have noticed them or? Uh, yeah, there's definitely like people are kind of like pointing and keeping an eye in that direction. Well, I guess we follow the lead of the folks that do this for a living. I don't know. <laughs> um, and I'll knock back and let them know. In the back. Okay. I'll well, keep my eyes ahead and watching them as well. Does it look like we go straight at them, or like where's the path go? You're kind of they're kind of on your flank. Um, it would be your western flank as you're heading south. Um, and actually, Ally and Lex make a perception check. Ally with disadvantage because it's sunny out. It must be depressing to be a kobold. You can never really enjoy the sun. Uh, 16. 19. Okay. You both can see that they these griffins look kind of ruffled and have spots of blood that like dot their lighter colored feathers. Um, one has seems to have a large wound over its eye. 
um, and their heads just kind of like move slowly, kind of watching your path. You think they tried to fight the stone people and got the uh, stone business? I don't know about that, but yeah, it looks like whatever got them, they're hurting now. Or is it I ones that know. were bothering us before, maybe? Catch a... Maybe I didn't get a good enough hit, really. They have burn marks? I can't tell. Uh, Doesn't look like any burn one. marks. <clears throat> they look beat up. Definitely look beat up. Some weird mating ritual, maybe? How do birds mate? Don't they fight? Or is that um, more like a, the mammal part of them? I don't know if I know too much about other animals for that. I guess maybe they do. Uh, make an animal handling check about the mating life of griffins. Which, <laughs> Na- of nature, us? sorry, nature, nature check. I rolled three elevens now, thirteen. Ah, uh, geez, that's a four. Okay. Um, yeah, griffins are known for uh, fairly rough mating rituals as well as courtship <laughs> rituals. Um, you know, showing of physical prowess and and dominance over each other. Um, it is the uh, larger female griffins that usually tend to beat up the males the most, and the ones that uh, you know, can take a beating typically are the ones that earn the right to mate with the females. So there's no griffin stork. Oh, there is. There's oh, a griffin no. stork. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just imagine a lion with a stork head on it, (laughs) snake neck. Um, Walks all weird. (laughs) So, um, I guess while you guys are rolling along in the back, Kaya and Eric, are you guys doing anything? I'm keeping an eye out the back, keeping watch. Okay. With Helmy on my lap. Not really. I'm just laying there, right. ignoring the world as it goes by. Do you feel any better, Eret, now that you're out of the sun? I never felt bad. You just wanted to get out of the sun, so... Yeah, I it's bad for you. your complexion. Oh, is that all? Yeah? I'll roll my eyes and go back to looking out the back. All right. Uh, somebody uh, roll a D100 for me. Dibs. Thirty-two. Okay. All right. You all roll on late after. Um. Again, are we done? Uh, are we done? Do I end the stream? <laughs> we're done. See you guys. <laughs> we had a perception check and Griffin mating information. We well, said roll on. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you guys, um, again, late afternoon, early evening, um, you guys are in an area that is about 75 feet wide when the wagon train seems to kind of come to a stop. And you hear just kind of scrammy, like kind of cursing, like, why, why, why we stop? We're going to keep moving. All this stopping. It's getting us into trouble. And just kind of standing and you just kind of looking out. And um, But it seems that the front of the wagon train has stopped for whatever reason. I'll stand up on the back and see if I can see okay. the wagon, or around the wagon. Yeah. Um, 
let's see looking out over um and the wagon train is not exactly in a straight line it's again like bent and curved with the most suitable path forward um you can see that there is a um soldier um who is off the wagon caravan um speaking with harundi on the back of her camel and marcus up at the front it's not a a a soldier that you recognize either the caravan he's not one that's been in the caravan is he like wearing like a different uniform altogether um make a perception check lex Like uh, only nine. Nine. Uh, at this distance, it's hard to tell. That's uh, uh, Kyle's just kind of like relaying things to you, but you're not able to really see from where you are at the, on the wagon. Someone I'm... heading north, or I guess I can't tell if it's someone with any of these companies or not. I'm gonna go check it out. I think. Does anyone want to go with me? Um. It's it's probably nothing. I'll be right back. And I'll just hop off the wagon and I'll saunter over there. Okay. Saunter. Okay, well Zach said it earlier and now it's in my head. It's a good word. I'll wander over there. All right. So um as you walk up, um and you can see this uh female dwarf, kind of middle aged, dark skin, hair sort of wrapped up into this kind of dirty rag on top of her head. Um, she's wearing chain mail caked in dirt and dust. Um, but she seems to be speaking with um, Marcus and Harundi on a, you know, copacetic level. Um, and through even all of the kind of dirt and grime, you can see sort of similar attire to that of Hornrock soldiers. I'll- do, you, do you approach further? I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll approach further and I'll try to catch Marcus's eye as I come forward. Okay. Yep. He, as you kind of walk up, Marcus kind of takes note of you, gives you a kind of, kind of a heavy-eyed nod, um, and uh, you kind of walk into the conversation and um, you hear this. Uh, Hornrock guard talking about how she's just come back from her her circle from her patrol uh, out in the plateau, and she is taking the trail back to Hornrock. Um, she doesn't. She reports that there is a obstruction um, about a day's journey or so ahead that they'll need to clear to be able to get past the area. Um, and she also notes that the the griffins in the area have been acting really strange. She's seen a lot more in this area is normal. Um, and that's that's kind of all she knows. And you know, Harundi and, and Marcus kind of seem you know satisfied with her report. They say they tell her about the carnage that she's about to encounter, just a few you know, uh, a few hours away down the ramp um, and to report it back to Hornrock. And she begins to kind of start walking down the wagon train, the opposite direction, heading back north. If you would like to stop her for a word or anything. Uh, 
I will, and okay. I'll just ask her. You look, you look very tired. Do you need a drink or something on your way? Sam, plenty of chair. I appreciate it. I do. I think I'm okay, though. I, uh, I know where the water is around here. I know how to get to it. Well, if you're sure, stay safe. Thank you. You too. Sort of hellish out there. Keep your wits about you. Surprised us after every turn. Mm. Yes. Well, that's the plateau for you. She just kind of walks back. And the rest of you see as this somewhat haggard Hornrock guard walks past you all um, further north. Does anyone say anything to her as she walks by? Um, I mostly, I mostly uh, let Una know that it looks like there's someone from Horn Rock walking by. And you guys can uh, hear you feel beneath you the wagon kind of shift as she like splails her body out on the ground inside the wagon, um, trying to keep out of sight. I just figured that'd be the polite thing to do. <clears throat> I'll walk back to the wagon. It seems like we've got some obstructions coming up. Not like we haven't seen any before. What kind of obstructions? Like more rocks or? Something we're going to have to clear one way or another. I didn't catch that part of the conversation. So just be prepared for whatever it is. We're going to stop again. Okay. uh, Um. And I guess the griffins around here are acting a little strange. From what? The guard says. They say anything strange in what way? Yeah. I didn't get to the conversation at the beginning, just at the end. I'm not okay. sure. Just keep an eye out for it, I guess. I guess we'll just look for weird griffins. Or normal griffins that are weird. <laughs> or just normal griffins. I mean, I'd like to know in any case, wherever they are. Whenever. If, if I see a griffin, I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. Oh, Kaya. I grabbed this from the um, the cart that didn't make it. Um, I've seen this in some like libraries and other things like that. I don't know if it does anything for books, but I just passed her the uh, hourglass that got left over. I don't know Ooh. if it's anything that you could use for whatever it is you do. Turn it over. <laughs> and I'll turn it back over. Yeah, it's it's a very, like I said, like a maybe six inch long, maybe one and a half inch diameter kind of very simple hourglass. Neat. Probably more like a, uh, probably not an hourglass then, probably more like a glass. (laughs) I'll have to figure out exactly how long it measures for time, but it's a, a very neat trinket. Thank you, Lex. Yeah, no problem. I it seemed like a waste just to leave it there, and it was the only one that didn't look completely busted. At least I'm assuming it's not busted. It's fine. Yeah. Sand runs just fine. It looks fine to me. Thank I kinda you. wish like the moment she did that it like had like the like cow noise like meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the wagon train rolls on. Um, can I get somebody please to 
Uh, roll a D8 for me. It's Clinton. Seven. Seven, seven, seven. Okay. <laughs> so, you all roll on for a few more hours down the trail. We're not done. Um, and uh, before stopping to make camp. Um, you are able actually in this space to somewhat kind of not circle the wagons, but sort of bunch them up. Um, but the, as kind of people start setting up camp, they continue to still kind of break off into these groups of, you know, what little remains of the green neck company and the horn rock guards and the drivers, um, and, uh, Scramity Finch like normal starts, um, making some, beans from the side of his wagon in a large uh copper kettle um when they're ready i'll go get a bowl and bring it to una all right you um, seem to like these last night so here i'll share your dinner with you tonight and i'll sit next to her and i'll eat the beans all right i'm just looking around to see if there's any raptors jumping around in the plateau Okay. <laughs> you never be too careful. Yeah. Uh, make a perception check. Oh, that's only an eight. Eight. No raptors jumping around. Nothing much that you see. I'm going to find one. <laughs> They're out there. So as you guys are kind of setting up camp. Well, I'm just um, going to keep monitoring the expanse and grab a little bit of food I can. All right. Yeah, there's plenty of food to go around. Scramity Finch always seems to make enough for everyone on the wagon. Um, and maybe there will be um, a few extra helpings with a few less mouths to feed as of late. Um, although while camp is sort of being set up and people are kind of like kind of sitting into their meals, you guys hear a bit of a, a, bit, a, bit of a, a, a scuffle breaking out between what seems like some horn rock guards, a horn rock guard and a green neck mercenary company member um, who it starts kind of out in the shouting match. Um, you know, thing, you know, the, the mercenary claims the, the, the guard is um, soft and has no business being out here. Um, the uh, horn rock guard yells at him. If you weren't a mercenary, you would just be a cut purse. You're a low life. And eventually it sort of comes to blows um, before sort of they tangle into each other and, and, and fall into the, the kind of um, slightly muddy sand and begin kind of rolling around. Um, John Cook and the other Green Neck Company member just like cheer on this fight while Marcus and another Horn Rock guard are very quick to try to like jump on them and like break it up. And you see as the Green Neck Company member like lands this one last punch as the guy's kind of like getting dragged off. And then Marcus just yells, you keep your guys over there. I'm going to keep mine over here. We've got enough crap to deal with out there. We don't need to be bringing it here. Let's just get some rest. And John Cook is just kind of like, no skin off my back. Like, I don't care. Hmm. Scramity is just like, yeah, yeah, well, not everyone's fit for this, I guess. Tempers flare. People, people get short with one another. I've never found much use in fighting myself. He's just kind of like talking to himself as he's like stirring this pot of beans, kind of speaking out to 
whoever's listening. Um, most people don't really pay him much of mind. Just kind of turned to ally, and it's like, or I don't care too much if they don't like each other, but aren't they the ones who are supposed to protect everyone else? And if they're killing each other, then that's more work for us, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, about them fighting, uh, they get a little anxious and a little ruffled up. I mean, they've both lost friends, I'm sure, today. There's going to be tempers flaring, a little fisticuffs never hurt anyone. As long as they can work together when really comes time for it, I'm, I don't blow off some energy. Maybe, I guess. As long as they don't uh, turn their blades on each other too quick. Yeah, I don't think they would out here. I think they understand that as much as you, that they really need each other, especially after this morning. Do you think we should invite Marcus over for dinner, like we'd originally meant to do? I think we got what we needed out of him. Yeah, he doesn't have to come over here if he doesn't want Looks like he's having kind of a rough day. Yeah, it looks like he's got his hands full too, though. Are you gonna go ask to see if he wants to have dinner with us? No, no, I don't think so. The last time I brought him back over here, it didn't go so well. This, I don't know. This time I won't talk to anyone. <laughs> I don't think it's your fault, Lex. No, I'll let him take care of what he needs to take care of. I'll go back to sitting with Una and eating my dinner. All right. So you guys have the next, you know, few hours before, um, you know, rest and watch become necessary. Is there anything you guys would like to do during that time? What's our uh, plan with this blood tongue lady? We just gonna try and steal these rocks from her and act like we don't know what happened, or we're gonna talk to her and threaten her into giving them to us? She seems kind of loud. I don't know if talking to her is gonna be anything subtle. So, but she might understand that. With her cover already blown, that being as rowdy as she has might not be her best option. I don't know. Because she's, she's the one with everything to lose in this point. But We could try to take them. I think that that's... If she catches us, the last thing we can tell her is, you know, it's the rocks are her life. So... I don't know. I don't think she'd be very loud after that. I agree. Yeah, she might be. I don't know, but that depends. Do you guys want to want to take it to that point, or you just want to let her do with them what she will? I don't really want them leaving the plateau. I don't know. I think right now, I just want to get it one more night. See what else is going to get thrown at us here. How much longer do we have? Um, if all goes well, I mean, at, at this point, 
you guys have been slowed a little bit um, along the way, but you're still probably looking at anywhere from three to four days out. A while. Works for me one, then. One more day. We'll give it yeah. one more day. Sorry, guys. I'm just not exactly feeling on my A game right now. Did you get hurt earlier? No, I'm 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 fine. It's not nothing like that. What's wrong, Lex? I don't. I don't think I know the best way to put it right now. Just something feels off. I think I just need to maybe tone it back a little. I don't know. I'll get it figured out. It's not a big deal. All right. If you figure it out, if you want to talk about it, just let me know. I will. I think right. with everything going on, we should probably keep up watches tonight for sure. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. What with the four of them down. So I'll take first or second. It doesn't matter to me. Whenever it's darkest, preferably. Well, then I'll take first and I'll wake you up. I'll take the last one. I guess I'll take watch after Al. I hope we're doing that still. So. Works right. for me. So, um, about you know, a couple hours into camp, maybe you know, just before you guys are about to start taking watch and rest, um, Darwin comes stumbling Whoa. into the your guys's firelight. It's like, well, hello, everyone, and you see this bottle in his hand that you can hear kind of like sloshing around with him. That you kind of takes a big drink from the hell's that noise public safety uh, alert yeah we're oh. getting an alert from the oh okay <laughs> so we yeah <laughs> we're getting a stay <laughs> wow that was we're getting a uh yeah stay home stay safe alert from yep. the office of the governor <laughs> to prevent the spread I of coronavirus <laughs> just got one from the police department too right before that so I, was like, I was like i was looking around and I was like, what is that noise is that coming from me that's from the state of michigan trying to keep us safe um but yes darvin is like drunk standing there um just sipping from this kind of gray opaque bottle uh, that he just kind of wipes oops uh like wipes his mouth with his sleeve just like would anybody care for a drink Oh, I see you found some. I did. Those those green neck company fellows are uh, they're rough, but they're and their swill maybe even rougher, but it'll do. Keeps jerking it. Offers it out. Thank you, but no thank you. I'll take it and take a big old swig of it. Alright, yeah, it is it is um like gut rot swill like it's it's alcohol um but there's nothing done to this liquid other than make it alcoholic within its processing after seeing ally region uh take down a tanker of it i'll do the same all right yeah again it just like burns <laughs> your throat because... like nothing has 
What was that, Ally? Nothing. I was oh, going yeah. to warn him, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, that's not good. That's not good at all. <laughs> and Darwin just kind of plops down in the sand <laughs> at your guys' fire and is like, no, it is it is not at all. And he reaches on and grab back. And he takes another big swing. He says, I've been thinking about my next business venture. And I wondered that gem dust you showed me earlier, is that something that an enterprising man could perhaps go into and make some money for himself? Oh, God. Everything tastes like hair. It's not worth it, though. <laughs> Probably not. It's. How do you feel about hard work? Uh, well, I mean, I've, I am a self-made man. I know plenty about that's hard maybe work. Maybe wrong question. And how do you feel about physical labor? Well, that's why you hire people for. I don't know that you could pay them enough to get your money back. Shoot. Well, it's not like I have money to spend anyway. <laughs> He's kind of half crying, like takes another. <sighs> he looks over at Aaron. Are you you're you're out there, right? Yeah, yeah, my okay. rations. He's kind of looks at you. He says, "You look like you're from a fine upbringing. A lad much as must have some sort of leads to chase, some opportunity to discover." I hear uh, the oil industry's big. Yeah, pretty pretty easy to go smush some olives and get some olive oil and cart it down. So there's some olive trees I should be buying. My Sam, you keep cutting out. There should uh, I mean it might just be. I think it's just Discord. Your videos like yeah. Stop your video and restart it again real quick. Sure, I'll come right back to Drunk Darvin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that messed everything oh. up, didn't it? <laughs> Picture of Tim Curry. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that better? Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Thank you, Clint. Um, yeah. So... So, yeah. so, should I be buying olive trees then? Where are they? Where can I find them? They're far to the north in a small town. I don't uh, know that any of those were for sale, though, were they? Probably not, no. but you could plant your own and get some going. I mean, a lot of the oil here is lost. There's going to be a shortage soon, so you might want to get on that. Oh, but then I would need money to plant things and time, and I don't have either of those things. If you go up there, you can, you know, pick some olives yourself and make some money. It's pretty easy. They're wonderful people up there. Yes, I don't think I'll be doing that, but I'll consider it. Where do and you then think you're heading after this? He's kind of... Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. He's like sitting there at you guys' fire, and the the alcohol bottle just kind of slips from his hand. I 
don't know if we want to stick with our original plan of not doing anything until tomorrow, but this looks like a pretty good reason to be heading to that other wagon tonight. It seems like a fairly good distraction, at least. Are there any sticks in the area? Um, make a. Uh, Don't. Are go you looking just? Are you looking just around the fire, or are you looking? You'd have to kind of venture out. No, nope, just around the fire. Um, nothing really around the fire. Okay. Don't go poking him awake just yet. I was just gonna push him back. No. It was almost like a weekend at Bernie's thing. Oh boy. Well, do we want to drag him back up to his wagon and use it as maybe a distraction to see what we can see from our grumpy friend? I'll like poke him a couple times in the forehead to see if like he reacts. He kind of just like <laughs> every time you poke him, he just kind of like half like his body kind of jumps, but he's dude's out. Well, Lex, I think he's pretty asleep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can get him carried most of the way there. I can get under his other arm, just for leverage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Lex picks him up and jumps to his wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Click my uh, heels together and just <laughs> zoom. <laughs> uh, so what is our plan here, then? Do we want to uh, take a... You take him in the front, I'll poke my head in the back and see if she's got her bag on. And if she doesn't, I uh, snatch it or whatever. Like, what's the plan here? I prefer a different phrasing, but sounds good to me. (laughs) And as you guys lift him up, um, something falls out of his pocket onto the ground. I'll scoop it up. Uh, it It is a butter knife. It is a silver butter knife with an M emblazoned on it. Hmm. Oh, hey, I have uh, something similar to that. You do? Yeah. Uh, and I'll jump into the wagon real quick and come back with a silver spoon with an M engraved on it. Well, it looks like you're on your way to a matching set. Just need the knife now, and I. Uh, you have the knife, up. and I. Or just need the fork. <laughs> Where did you pick that up? Uh, I'll take the knife and pocket <laughs> it. All right. Where'd you get the spoon at? Uh, I don't really remember, if I'm being honest. Is it those crazy elves? No, I think I found it in the dirt somewhere. In a box from the elves, maybe. <laughs> No, that doesn't seem right. Uh, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing you open a box <laughs> that had a spoon in it that you got from the elves, but I don't know. I am pretty old. Why Why would the elves give me a spoon with an hey M guys, on it? Guys, we carry this Well, guy. maybe they gave him a knife with an M on it. <laughs> that just seems silly. <laughs> I distinctly remember it, though. So, oh. Well, you, you keep your weird dreams and... <laughs> Anyway, let's looks looks like he's uh, having some difficulties. Let's move this on. It's not heavy. It's just it's the dead weight. It's the oh, it's oh, okay. he's dead. No, it's not helping at all. Oh, he's drunk. That makes him almost heavier. You might just want to That's let true. Lex carry him all if you can't help. 
this will be easier. And I'll start to try to shuffle with Lex towards yeah. the other tent. So you're going in the rear of the wagon? I, I'll just go in the opposite one way you go. Well, uh... Right. Where are we taking him? Because I feel like if we're at the front, then I can't really go in the front. We'll try to draw no, away I'm... from the wagon as, as far as we can. Okay. Eric, were you planning on going with Ally or coming with us? I thought Ally told me to go the other way. I'm not carrying this body. I was going to go right. on the opposite side of the distraction. Um, right. Are you coming to distract or are you trying to sneak into the wagon? All right, hold on. I just lay him on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of just like, mm, olives, I'll buy olives, please. Does he have anything interesting in his pockets? Uh, are you, you stealing? Can... No. I'm just <laughs> seeing if there's anything that we can use as additional distraction. Just... And I kind of tuck the knife back further away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of patting him down, looking over him. It seemed like the only thing he was carrying on him was the silver butter knife. Mm. Oh, yeah, I should add that to my inventory. What an odd fellow. Incredibly. Well, what does the moon look like tonight? What? We've had this discussion. It looks like a D12. We That's had what it looks one like. full moon, <laughs> and it was three months ago, and, and it's not never happening again. Happen again. <laughs> <laughs> the the moon is out and it can look like whatever you want it to it's waning gibbous <laughs> okay it's, it's waning jaundice all right so we're coming up or no we've passed the uh Pass the full moon. Moon. Yeah. we're good and there are patches of kind of bright and dim light around some of the the fires um it seems like they have like the, the three royal wagons are kind of parked next to each other what's left of a yonder out uh wagon is parked kind of by itself um scramony and the travelers have kind of um bunched up together and you guys are on the other side of scramony's wagon so the traveler's wagon would be on the other side well let's go around the long way sounds good is, is scramity out or anything yeah, he's out. You can, um, as you kind of, you know, approach near his wagon, there's, and actually just throughout the air, you can kind of smell this, um, almost like this clove-like kind of smell as he's puffing on a pipe sitting on the top of his wagon. I'll just give him a, a wave as we shuffle. It gives you a nod and a uh, puff of smoke. Seems right. to be enjoying himself. He's like, oh, that one had a little bit too much of the stuff, did he? Yep, seems that way. That, well, good on you for dragging him back. Well, I didn't want him sleeping in front of our fire. Just just don't turn out his pockets, you know? My, what's he got? Oh, it's just, it's just not, it's not right to do that to a man. <laughs> oh, I, I was hoping you'd be like, he's got gold. No, oh, no, don't know what he's got, don't really care. Okay. And I shuffle along. Eric, why don't you act like you're helping them carry him in, and then if you get close and you get a chance, you can just grab it. And then I'll go around to the front, poke my head in, and if she's distracted enough and I get a chance, I'll grab it. 
the her bag full of drugs. I feel I feel like it won't be that easy, but sure, and we'll no, do that. It won't be that easy. <laughs> Never that easy. <laughs> but just describe it. Yeah. What if there's more in the wagon? She seemed very protective of her bag. I doubt she's got it split all over. I don't. Oh, well, even if she does, some of it better than none. Well. And like I said, if she throws up a fuss, we tell her, "Hey, is you want you want the blood tongue and you want Marcus, or do you want to give us the blood tongue and you finish your trip out with your head?" Sounds good <laughs> to me. Come on, Lex. Hmm. Kai's okay with Carter this time. All right. Keep um, on shuffling. <laughs> so, as you all approach, can we take a quick break? Yeah. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Hello. <laughs> and welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of Duck Duck Dice. Uh, it is nighttime in the Halcyon Plateau as nighttime. the last um, attempt to. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fancy word for take. Infiltrate. Infiltrate. Um, commandeer. Are from attempting to commandeer. A supply of blood tongue from the mysterious traveler. Oh, we in could. The midst we of the could Ocean's thirteen. This too late. It's a little late. So late. Uh, Damn. So, do I have you guys set up right? How you're approaching the wagon? Yeah. Uh, Ally's going by himself, and the rest of us are going in the front. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Ally, you're probably only going to come up around this way or something. Yeah. Okay. You want to describe? Yes. Yeah. So the um, the wagon, um, the woman is sitting at a very small fire in front of the wagon, um, which is a very simple covered wagon, similar in structure to yours, but of a far less fine quality. Um, The ribs of the covered wagon are exposed as the uh, sort of canvas sheet has been furled up, um, leaving it open to the air. Um, and you guys, how are you approaching? You're approaching from, um, I guess, so this way would be south, this way would be north. How are you all approaching? Is she, she's on the north side? Yeah, uh, she's on, it would be the south side. Um, oh, sorry. The direct, yeah, yep. So we are approaching on the south side. But we'll be taking him around to the front, correct? Oh, lose sound? No, no, you're there. No. I'm just okay. drawing, oh, I'm drawing a map, a compass map that you guys can't see. I just realized because it's too far out of the. Hold on, like right on the next to the red, like by where those dwarfs yeah. are, whatever they are. Where How's the this child is? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Ow. I would scroll up too far. Could you? Which one are we going after? This is um. Let me get my pointer. This is the woman this is the wagon okay mm. so, so can i um, see so i guess scrammy would have been back here as you guys kind of passed yeah, yeah i'm gonna so... peek around scrammy's wagon though and see... so can yeah. i see her can yeah see... she's just she's kind of squatting down at the fire <gasps> um kind of warming her hands near it does she have um, a bag on her 
she does have a satchel slung around her shoulders. Bitch. Uh... Okay. Yeah, I'll just watch it play out then. Okay. Um, I'm gonna next. yeah sneak up there still, but okay. okay. As we approach, I'm gonna uh, kind of yell out, "Hey, anyone want to take ownership of this Darvan?" Lex, sorry about your head, and I'm going to cast prestidigitation, and I'm going to soil the front of his shirt so it kind of looks like he threw up on himself. Okay. <laughs> Can you get the smell too? I mean, it just actually soils it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no now he's got this stinky stain on the front of his fine shirt. <laughs> um, and she, as I assume, you kind of approach this way, mm-hmm. right? He's yep. got Darwin with you, and she just kind of like looks up and kind of peers over at Kaya and Lex, kind of with these sharp eyes. Says, this was yours. He doesn't belong to me. I, I don't even were... know his name. It's uh, Darvin. That's cool. I don't care who he is. Drop him wherever you want. Okay, In the well, wagon? Rather... I don't care. Okay, well, we're just gonna, you know, try and like, uh, go a lot faster if he helped us, like, try and shimmy him up here. Yeah, could you, like, grab his legs or something, perhaps? We could toss him with your help. Oh my goodness, no. We're not tossing him. <laughs> oh. She kind of moves over <laughs> away from the fire. Um, her back is now kind of turned to ally. Um, and she's looks completely disinterested, but her eyes just sometimes peer up from beneath her hood, just kind of looking at Lex and Kaya. All right. Um, so try to drag him closer to the wagon and I'll like hop up on the wagon like I'll start to sure okay if Lex if you grab if you grab his feet maybe we can like we can pivot and we can just yeah I'm, I'm, I'm trying his his legs keep kicking out <laughs> um I'm gonna sneak up behind her while this is happening all right roll stealth check oh god uh, oh god oh god 22 Nice. All right. Kind of approach up behind her, and she does not seem to notice you as you do. Can I jump into the wagon? Sure. All right. Where's her oh. bag at on her? It's kind of so. It's think of kind of like a messenger style bag um, that she's got sort of on her chest, so the back strap is exposed along the broad of her shoulder and back. Okay. So you guys are pretty easily, I mean, Lex, you're pretty strong, are able to kind of heave Darvin up into the wagon. Yeah, I mostly try to play it up for to try and keep her annoyed and focused on us. Well, I mean, here, can I, is anything like breakable or anything valuable or anything druggy? So oddly enough, (laughs) it actually looks pretty empty. There is. Um, a any felt posters of toads and mushrooms. <laughs> there is a um, lots of flowers. Is there a black light bulb? <laughs> all of these things. There's all of these things just in piles. Um, oh, yeah, uh, Did I? Okay, yeah. There is there is a very simple backpack 
that's kind of unattended off in the in the corner. That's probably Darvans. As we uh, try to lift him into the wagon, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to like as as Lex comes around and is standing next to her or over by her, I'm gonna like slip with his body, so so it kind of pushes down towards her a little bit, you know, just so Lex is more in her space, so there's not really anywhere for her to sure look, but in front of us, so she has to be aware of what we're doing. So something kind of kind of like this number kind of thing. Yeah. You're kind of hauling them up there. Yeah. Okay. Ally, what are you doing as you quietly approach from the rear? Uh, I don't know. Waiting, I guess, for an opportunity if her bag slips around to the back or anything like okay. that. Yeah, it's just kind of in front of her. Um, she's definitely keeping an eye on. She seems preoccupied with what's going on, sort of laughing under her breath as like this drunken fool gets tossed into this cart. Um, but that bag is sticking right in front of her. Is there um, anything in the backpack in the? Um, actually, very simple clothing um, that was somewhat reminiscent of the style that um, journalist Bona had worn. Oh. Uh. I put everything back together and I put it farther <laughs> behind. I um I kinda look at the guy's chest and then try to like lock eyes with uh Kai as we're dealing with this. And try and like look right at the stain and then back at her and just kinda like <clears throat> and see if that causes any sort of reaction. Are you picking up what he's putting down, Kaya? <laughs> <laughs> Rolling inside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you, what are you what are you trying to communicate to her, Lex? Um, maybe do something to make it look like he is going to projectile vomit onto the other lady, and she gets all gross. I don't know if that's anything she can do. Uh, I'm learning Kaya, magic. Make, Kaya, make make an insight check to try to discern this from <laughs> that should be good yeah yeah no she's just giving you that face of i don't, I don't <laughs> yeah we're, turn, we're your, see you turn your turn your mic up danny oh i moved it away from my face is that better again no you're really quiet again okay i'll just talk about her until i can turn it up uh the are you insight might? check is nine nine are you muted i am not muted okay because it sounds like we're hearing you through alex no, uh, my mic's better than that. Sorry. Throw that out, um, I guess. But yeah, so Lex is like making these like winks and nods and like eh, kind of faces at you, and you're not you're not at all sure what he's talking about. <laughs> I, got, I don't know. I don't know. I, Lex just kind of sighs and yeah, it's like all right, let's keep moving along and accidentally bumping into the lady. Can I get on the other side of Darvan and like give him a conspicuous shove? I just tried clicking on the battle cam map to move stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's it's like Um so you're trying to just like get on the other side, like you're him off or Yeah, and like push to... him so like he falls into the lady. Mm. Like, act like I'm helping and, like, go under him since I'm short and be, like, pushing sure, him and be, like, sure. oops. Okay, make, a, uh, make an athletics check to try to kind of, like, turn his momentum 
as he's again like kind of being lifted in this moment. I don't need that die anyways. Uh, We're never getting asked to move a couch. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen. Um, uh, like Lex and Kaya, as you guys are sort of like a ju- like fi- like getting him into the cart. Eric just is like, I'm helping, and just kind of lurches <laughs> him to the side. <laughs> I say that too. I say that out loud. <laughs> and he kind of tumbles, and his body actually falls onto the fire. Um, oh God! Kind of like, but instantly like snuffing it out. I mean, it was a tiny, like you know, like a, a little you know stick pile basically with a little bit of flame coming off of it. And she kind of stands up and like steps back as you do that as she turns and she sees ally standing right behind her and she pulls a dagger and she says what is this what were you doing what are you people doing Return. put him in the cart just put him in the cart just throw him up there i don't care what you do with him you snuffed out my fire i can oh god and i'll just snap and press to digitate the fire back as soon as his body's out of the way yeah but <laughs> She says, now get the fuck away from me. No, I don't think so. She, she points the dagger at you and says, yeah, why is that? Why don't you think that? Because you got I'm just over little... here minding my own business. <laughs> yeah, you are for now. But what about when you get to your destination? You know what you got in your bag. You don't know shit. <laughs> you can say that, but we do. I'll set the body, my end of the body down. And I will, um, three effects. Well, I just did the one, so that's already finished. Um, I'll press to digitate a piece of blood tongue into my hand. It's in my hand. And say, you know, one of these. And I'll turn my hand and it'll disappear. She goes, so what are you going to do? Snitch on me? Do you want us to? Well, it's... what are you proposing? You give it You're to us. You're not looking to buy, are you? Oh, no. No, we're not. You can give it to us and uh, continue your trip, or we can tell, go talk to Marcus and uh, our dwarven friend who runs the show. And we're told you won't be continuing the trip anywhere after that. So we keep it between us or, you know. She looks over at Kaya. She goes, something tells me he may already know. Kind of looking up at Kaya on the wagon. Yeah, she's a bit of a goody two shoes. She says, look. I ain't hurting nobody. Yeah. Just minding my own business. How about I know you know what just... that stuff does? Why? You, you've tried it? No, but a good friend of ours did and almost didn't make it back from it. I don't really think it's worth keeping or giving out to anyone else. Oh, I'm not going to give it out. I'm going to make people pay for it. No, you're I not. Because feel... you're going to give it to us or you're going to lose your head. Make an intimidation check. Uh, that's a seven plus one. Nice. Nice. She says, I'm not afraid of you. 
I'm not afraid of the guards. I sure as hell wasn't afraid of Salty. I'm not going to listen to idle threats. So either leave me alone or come and take this from me. Okay. And I will um, not drop him into the fire. Well, he's on the, he's on the fire. It's all snuck. Like his lower ha- his, oh, like, I thought, half. Oh, I no, like Akai is like holding on to his legs as he's kind of like hanging from the Sorry, wagon. I thought we moved him off of that because I thought she pressed it to just more fire. Not yeah, yet. I said when we moved the body off, I pressed yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the body's off. Okay. Yep. Yeah. As long as I don't have to worry about him falling into fire, that's more. Yes. Lex, yes. Lex, push her down the well. <laughs> I just shoot a, I just shoot a very confused and angry look at Eric, and then just like, um. Um, kind of like clench my fist as the, uh, uh, I guess ring lights up. I don't know how that actually happens. Um, I'll move forward five feet and jump up over her and land behind her and grab her. Why don't we roll initiative? All right. Oh, we were going to start music on the break. Oh, that's right. Hold on. I can probably upload something real quick. Like I can't read that. Oh, they got a big two zero. Oh, they've got tabletop audio right on here. Oh, neat. Um, I don't think I. Can Why am I looking at that? I don't audio need it. to upload. Ooh. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, let me. I guess let's use tabletop tabletop audio and play something. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> I cannot. Yeah. No. Okay. Add it to game. Be able to, okay. Might be able to hear that at home. I don't know. Well, hold on. Maybe if I... I can't hear it. They can't hear it. No, fair enough. Oh. If I have the roll 20 tab up, I hear it. Yep. You guys can hear that? Yes. Yes. My roll 20 is on a different computer. All right. So... Can you turn it up, Sam? The music? Yeah. Yeah. How's that? That's probably good. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did everyone roll initiative? Up. Oh. Mm, I gotta stand it down a little. There we go. I'm good. All right. So, uh, everyone roll initiative? Yes. Yep. All right, 20 to 25. Two zero. Nice. What's your dex? Three. Uh, 15 to 20. 19. 19 as well. So go Allied and Kaya. Lex, what'd you roll? 11. Is Helmy around? He's at the wagon. Okay. He's hanging with Yuna. Okay. Um, there. Um, <laughs> all right. So as you all st- kind of start to approach her, she kind of looks around and 
makes a slash with the dagger down at um, Ally. Uh, that is a 18 to hit. Yeah. Oh man, this one lady's gonna murder us all. Um, so she does seven piercing damage with the dagger, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. As you feel something start coursing into your veins and your body kind of start to start to tighten up. Where are the saves at? Abilities saves. Uh, uh, twenty. Twenty. All right. Yeah. So as the blade cuts into you, you can feel your muscles and nerve ends kind of like tightening up, um, but you manage to shake it off. Um, but then she. Um, is going to take off. Five, 10, 15, 20, 30, She's running all the way up there. Oh, wow. Um, as, yeah, she's bolts off, but Ally, you have a chance for an opportunity attack if you want. Yeah, I will. All right. Uh, it's probably not gonna hit. That is a twelve. Twelve. Um. So as you swipe at her, you manage to catch some of her um cloak, but not make contact with her body. Um. And she, like a light, is just <laughs> running um south up the trail, turning and looking as she runs away. Um, Eric, it's your turn. Uh, I look after a shrug. I'm gonna lift up uh, Darvin by myself and put him into the wagon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> make an athletics check. Oh, I didn't roll as well this time. Thirteen. Thirteen. You're just kind of dragging him along the ground, um, not able to fully get him up uh, into the cart just yet. Um, See over here. Um, anything else? No, I'm good. Thanks. All right, ally. Uh, how far did she run? She is five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five. She is sixty-five feet away from you. Uh, how did you do the measuring thing on here? I don't remember. Um, is this a thing? Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Can you guys see that that line? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Twelve squares. Okay. I will. Uh, sorry. How far did you say? Um. So. Sixty something. Sixty-five. Sixty-five feet away from you. Okay. I will spend a key point, and. Uh, Uh, use Step of the Wind and run up to her, uh, making a punch at her. All right, make a punch. Unarmed strike. Uh, 19 plus 7, 6, 26. 26 hits. Uh, that is 7 damage. 7. Um, and I'll say, like, just I'll just, like, hit her in the side, like and say, like, just give us the bag or go die in the wilderness, I guess, if you want. 
So as you go and you punch her, um, you feel like you make solid contact, but she almost kind of like absorbs the blow a bit. Um, and you don't make as much uh, contact as you would have hoped. Um, and to that, she just says, this is the only thing I have to build another life. It's either this or death, as she's kind of sprinting away. Um, Kaya. I'm going to step over um, until she's in my line of sight and within 60 feet. So I'm going to rush over and so I can see her. And I'm going to grab the dagger out of my sleeve and I'm going to move my hands and I'm going to cast hold person at second level uh, when so I'm within 60 feet of her. Yep, get within 60 feet. Boom. All right, hold person. Mm-hmm. All right, what does that save? 14 wisdom. She rolled a six. Oh my goodness, a save finally worked. <laughs> so she is stuck. And Ally, you kind of almost have to come to a halt as she's like sprinting forward and um, you just kind of see her like freeze in place. Um, anything else, Kaya? Um, I'm going to send Helmy around um, I'm going to send Helmy this message to fly around to fire. He is going to enter this combat, so I'll roll for him in a minute. Um, but to fly around the canyon, like up and around, so nobody can see him up towards where they are. Oh, I should use a different die. Say that one more time. What are you trying to do? I'm going to send a message to Helmy in my brain to fly yep. up and around towards the front of the combat, but like where where ally and she are but like not within people's sight so like up and over oh. the canyon instead of straight across okay okay he um dark, yeah so roll roll for helmy he's an eight lex what'd you roll 11. okay so helmy's going last <laughs> um all right lex all right, so I'm still going to continue with what I originally was going to go for. So I was going to use my bonus action to cast the jump spell on myself. Yep. I will jump basically um, north or southwest of my position, uh, 30 feet, and then I'll just use my action as uh, a dash, and I'll try and get up another 30 feet to him. Yep, so much for right there. Little. Take her bag, Lex. I'm trying. It seems pretty easy now that she's apparently frozen. <laughs> um, all right, so Helmy is going to fly up around like this way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it is her turn. She gets to make another attempt. Right. Yeah, so did you roll initiative uh, for all the guards? It's they're, her turn. They're not, I mean. They don't care. <laughs> they don't know anything's going on. Um, they're, yeah. they're kind of, I mean, they watch her run and you guys run, but I mean, nothing. No one shouted anything out. No one. At the end of her turn, they're great guards. Another save. At the end of her turn, okay. Yes. So she is restrained. She's paralyzed. She paralyzed. Okay. So, yep. Uh, that's a ten. Nice. She's, she's still stuck. Um. Uh, it is Eric's turn. <laughs> you know, keep loading Darwin up. Mm-hmm. All right, make an athletics check. <laughs> get one of these eventually, and it's not going to be fun. Guys, Eric's really strong. I'm not that weak, actually. He's the strongest, strongest in the party. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I can lift 450 pounds. 
Uh, I rolled a 15 athletics. 15. Nice. So you sort of like half wedge your body under Darwin and almost like doing a squat. You manage to like just roll his body up into the wagon. All right, cool. Uh, was that my action or was that move movement too? Uh, I would say that would just be action. Oh, cool. I'm going to walk slowly 25 feet to <laughs> saunter, if you may. Mosey, even. Yeah. Um, it is now Ally's turn. Uh, I'm going to take her bag. All right. And then step of the wind action bonus action dash to Marcus. You kind of hear this like, like you can see her body trying to struggle and her mouth almost like wishing it could cuss you out. Um, but she's not able to in 5, 10, 15, 20. How many, how many feet can you move? Uh, 120. And then okay, I'm going to yeah, yeah. <laughs> toss the bag to Marcus and start moving back towards her. Okay. So let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20. And I'm just going to shout yeah. blood tongue. <laughs> Dude. Do you want Marcus to get mugged for all the blood ton or something? Jesus. So you get back to there. Okay. All right. Uh, Kaya. Oh, the music stopped. Put it on a loop. Um, I, that's concentration, so my light should be on anyway. Uh, I'm going to move towards her. Okay. I think I can get to her if I dash. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, I'm going to get about 10 feet from her. Okay. Um, no, screw it. I'm going to get all the way up there. I'm going to get all the way to her, and I'm going to tell her, uh, well, don't move now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lex. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to put my oh. hand on a dagger in my pocket, too, and pull that out. I'm okay. just going to reach over to her hand and just try and take the dagger that she used to slash at uh ally with. Okay. Yeah. You're able to kind of pry that free from her grab grasp. All right. And yeah, no, I'm just going to be there uh, waiting with my other sword just in case she tries to pull anything funny. All right. What's Helmy doing? Uh, Flying around to where I'm at. So hovering over around within five feet of her. So, yeah. All right. So she's going to try to save again. Using that help there action. And she fails. Um, So at this point, um, all of the uh, people are kind of like, okay, shit's going down here. Um, Marcus and some of the... um, guards kind of come out um well they wouldn't be able to get all the way out there where can they get to um so let's see because i went okay we'll put the guards there um 5 10 All right, and they've started to kind of come out. Um, the Green Neck Company looks like like they don't really give a shit. Five, two, 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 five. Okay. 
Cool. So that's where those guys are at. Um, Eric, you doing anything? Uh, I think I can make it to her. 25 feet of movement. You dash. Yeah, you know, I get there with 25. Oh, my God. Use your rope. <laughs> Just use your rope and send it out to tie her up. Oh, yeah. That was what I was going to do, but I thought I had to be close. Let me look at this real quick. It can move on its own. Scramony has since moved up to the front of his wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Clutch play <laughs> from Scramony Finch. Yeah, you didn't say it right. Oh, yeah. So it moves 10 feet on my turn. Um, and 10 feet each turn after. And I tell it to tire up. Okay. I mean, you can use your bonus action to dash and get closer. Sure. <laughs> You then can't saunter. He'd be within range anyway. It can move ten feet. I mean, if it moves ten feet, it only goes. It gets up to you. Oh, great! That's me, not her. Yeah. Take it back. Take it back. No, I tie up Kaya. <laughs> All right. Bonus action, so super the rope begins to coil around her and knots itself tightly behind her back. Uh, yep. And uh, I say to her. If you need help escaping from your previous life, we can do that. No blood time necessary. He's not necessarily meaning we're going to kill you. Right? <laughs> I guess I shouldn't assume these things. I don't want anything from her. She can't talk. Are, are you guys doing anything else? Is this kind of... Um, I'm just going to pocket the dagger and just like... Uh, keep it out of arm's length from her just in case she tries to somehow manages to try and pry it from me. Okay. It'll be interesting, but you know. Alright. I could hand her my dirt chucking dagger. Kind of bring it back to here. And so the she is tied up. Um, the uh, Hornrock guards along with Marcus um, saunter up to her. Tied up. Wow. <laughs> and Marcus kind of like looks over at you all, like kind of like, okay, this is how it went down, huh? Okay. Um, I pointedly look at Ally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like it's his fault. It's his fault. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. Okay. Yeah. Deflecting. Classic. All right. Um, let's see if I can find the. Uh, some good background music that you guys have probably heard a million times and be sick of by now. Uh, it can't oh. be the Pirates of the Caribbean theme, though. Here we go. Oh, that's not it. That's not what I thought it was. My bad. Um, yeah, so um, Marcus says, so what's the situation here? Well, she's got a bag full of blood tongue. Had can I see it? I threw it to you. Oh, oh yes, here it is <laughs> in my hands. And he opens it up and looks in and says, "Yep, that there is indeed blood tongue." Hmm. So how do we get rid of it? Well, you lick uh, it. No. Well, I'll get the. Uh, I'll see if Harundi and the some miners can maybe smash this up. Um, well, I suppose 
there's no point in being in beating around the bush. You miss have, uh, well, you've, uh, this is quite the offense against the mine master trying to smuggle drugs in his caravan. What do you have to say for yourself at this point? Is she still, I mean, she'd still be frozen. Um, Kaya, do you, or do you release, relinquish the, the spell? I just kind of like scratch the back of my neck and let her go. Like just, okay. <laughs> she kind of starts like moving around in it. She's, I have nothing to say to anyone. She spits on the ground. I turn and walk back to our wagon. All right. Well, nope, it was Ally. Never mind. Take it back. Oh, before I do, I'm going to ask Lex for that dagger. Okay. Yeah, I'll pass it on to Ally. Okie doke. Um, I'm trying to find it. There's got to be Desert Wind. Maybe that's something that would work. <laughs> I'm gonna watch to see what they do with her. Okay. Oh, it does sound like Desert Wind. It does actually sound like Desert Wind. Sounds like static. Um, <laughs> desert, desert Wind. Uh, yeah, so uh, Marcus kind of says something to one of the guards and kind of looks at him with this surprised look, and Marcus says, It has to be done. Come on, you and I. And they kind of grab uh, the woman and Marcus kind of looks at you and says, well, thank you. It didn't have to be this way. She's kind of, she kind of look, she kind of looks at you and says, I don't need pity from you. And get it though. Marcus goes to lead her away uh, um, kind of back walking actually back towards your guys's cat um kind of caravan um you know not going to do what needs doing um out ahead of the, out of the, head of the trail <laughs> um, so we all pass it later oh hey yeah. look. <laughs> so um i'm going with them okay i'll go too i'll follow too i guess at a fair distance from them okay like 60 feet from them. Okay. I will also go along with everyone else. Kind of looking at something. Okay. All right. So, Marcus leads the woman along with the Hornrock guard to a uh, small rock. Um, it's about maybe knee height. It kind of grabs her by the back of her cloak, kicks, kicks her in the back of the knee and lowers her. And he says, any last words? She kind of just looks up at him and says, fuck salty. He goes, all right. And, um, oh man, they have only spears, don't they? Ooh. Hmm. 
Oh. Stab, stab, stab. Miss, miss, damn it, damn it, no. He kind of stands up over her, takes the spear. Mar- Mar- Marcus. It doesn't have Still to be all. What do you mean? We we don't have to kill her. And he kind of just hands the spear off to the guard. He's like, watch her. And he's like, and he kind of turns back to you guys. He's like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> I told you I mean, this is what we would have to do. Yeah, but we took away her blood ton. What's she going to do now? And then they wait to attack us. And he goes, oh, shoot. And he goes and kind of like pats her down and he pulls out a cross, like a hand crossbow. <laughs> um, I didn't check her for weapons. So that was dumb. Um, <laughs> We're all learning. Look, I told you. I mean, this is we, we can't bring her with us. She's committed what is a. a What's the term? What's the word? Uh, it's a yes. She's committed a capital offense against the mind master. I can't bring you her. Know that. You didn't find the blood ton on her. I'm sorry. I'm very confused. You guys got the blood tongue off of her, right? I mean, we just found it. Roll deception. Nat 20. <laughs> Nat 20. Just gonna let Eric talk. <laughs> says, What's a total of 25? He says, okay, I'm very... You found it, but you told me earlier that she had blood tongue on her. And she ran... There was... What... I mean, does that look like her bag? Do we know that's her bag? I mean, yeah, that... It's just a bag. Eric, what are you doing? You want her to die, Kaya? I don't want... I don't think this feels right, either. Marcus says, look, if you found the blood tongue on her, I have to do this. I can't bring her to Marin's gate and bring her back. If I'm holding her as prisoner, then I would need to lie to my superiors about what I, what I arrested her for. Then don't hold her prisoner. She's done nothing wrong. So you think I should just let her go? Yeah. Roll persuasion check. Oh, this one wasn't in that 20, unfortunately. 13. If I could. I will take responsibility for this woman. What do you mean? I'll make sure she doesn't do anything bad between here and Marion's gate. What do you all think about this? He says, looking to the rest of the group. As long as there's no blood tongue, I don't think there's any danger left. Yeah. 
make up make it to its intended destination. It can't hurt any more life. If I can be part of the group that destroys it to make sure it's gone for good, I don't really care. I don't feel like shedding any blood like this. Don't don't like any of it, Lex. I wasn't intending it. Ally, what do you think? <clears throat> I just shrugged. He's, six, he's 60 feet away. Oh, that's right. Ally, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, just hanging on the back of the class, all the cool kids. Says, Smoking a cigarette. So you'll... You'll watch her then, Eret. Yeah. And I mean, re- she's all tied up. No weapons. We'll probably want to pat her down again. I'm thinking. Wow, wait and insult Marcus. No, nothing against him. Just, I don't know. Goes by all means, double check. I guess I did the first time. I mean, I missed the crossbow too, so... Are you going to pat her down? Yeah, I'll no. pat her down. All right. Uh, make an investigation check. Yeah, is that cocked? Yeah. Nope, that one. Oh, my gosh. She seems clean. Seems did clean. Ocul- did an ocular pat down. <laughs> what is that, <laughs> he walks up, doesn't even touch her. It's just like... She's good. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> it's like TSA. <laughs> Security theater. God damn it. Wow. Oh, wait, How- I just wave my hands like around, like roughly <laughs> or by. And nope, she's good. Beep, 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 beep. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you walk through this archway real quick for me? Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, she, um, Marcus says, and he points a finger at you, Eret, and says, keep an eye on her. And I guess when we get to Marin's Gate, she's somebody else's problem. Probably her own, but yeah. <sighs> okay. Says, you hear that? These people are going to be watching you now. And trust me, this is as far as their mercy will run when it comes to the likes of you. Just kind of gives you all a nod, grabs the spear from the other guard, and and begins to walk back towards the caravans. And she just kind of sits up on her knees and she goes, well, well, well. Maybe not as uh, cutthroat as I originally gave you all credit for. Maybe not. Can we do anything about the talking thing? (laughs) I said we could watch. I didn't necessarily say I wanted to listen to her. Well, you can go back to the wagon then. Anyway, All right. She says it. happily and she stands up and just starts walking herself completely tied up I back towards give the her a hug. 
<laughs> with an effort to make her fall. As she as she walks by Ally, she kind of looks at you and she goes, "I don't." Can you hear? Can you hear Alex? I heard. Oh, yeah. What did you say? Sorry. I give her a tug with an effort to make her fall down. Okay. Uh, make a athletics check with advantage. Why do I keep doing these? Well, it ain't jumping. <laughs> Is the rope technically helping? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, you. If she kind of gets up and sort of like with her like nose raised at you all, kind of starts like walking away, and you just just yank her down in this poof of muddy sand as she hits the ground. We didn't She's do like, this out of the goodness of our hearts. We did this. Well, I guess I did this because I need you for something. Just laying down in the mud, kind of looking up at you. She said, tell me more. Well, you said you wanted to get away from your old life, right? What if I could pay you to do a job for me? What's far, the job? far away from Hornwack. I was going that way anyway. What have you heard from down south? Nothing. You wouldn't mind going down there to scope things out, maybe relay a message? Message to who? Uh, You'll know. My dad. How about my dad? My dad. Who's your dad? <laughs> and what does he do? I mean... Does he know you're out this late? Yeah. What kind of irresponsible dad do you think my dad is? Come on, please. Anyway. I need you to find him. Unless you don't think you're capable. <laughs> Anyway, we got like four days. You're going to kind of be tied up the whole time. So you got time to think about it. I suppose I do. Cool. And I will lead her like cattle back to her wagon. Should we bring her to our wagon instead? I kind of thought that's what we were doing. We can't watch her from her wagon if we're not there. Yeah. Is there room in her wagon? Yeah, there's room in our wagon. No, I was just thinking I'd have her tied up to her bed all day. Kinky. <laughs> it's a self-knotting rope. <laughs> it's a recipe for bed sores. That might be awkward when her companion wakes up tomorrow. A little worse for wear. A little burnt. She says, I told you, I don't even know that man. I feel like maybe you're getting defensive about really weird things right now. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares. Well, Well, up to you, Garrett. She's your charge now. Okay. You're going to watch her, though, if you put her in her wagon. Yeah, I said I would. You didn't know what I mean. That's a long eight hours by yourself. Is all I was referring to. Oh, you mean I have to be awake and watching her? Yeah, probably. Oh, see, why? If she's all tied up, that doesn't make any sense. That's kind of implied by you'll watch her. 
Oh, well, I guess I'm going to be up. I can take all the watches then. It's fine. Have a good night, guys. I feel like this is a bad plan. I'm going to take her well, back to our wagon. One. And since we don't really use the campfire in <clears throat> the wagon, I'm going to put her in that and make sure she's tied up and put the lid on. Jesus. I don't think it's that big. Yeah, no, it's like the size no? of a coffee can. <laughs> oh, I thought it was like an actual like fire pit size. No, it's like a <laughs> little brazier heater yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, or take it back then. <laughs> Shove her in the can. <laughs> uh, Lex, you I assume you go over and join the smashing up the blood tongue? Yeah, I will. Okay. Uh-oh. Awesome one. Danica. <clears throat> she oh. returns. Whoop, whoop. Hmm? There we go. Hello. Is everything good on Twitch? Yeah. Yeah, I was lagging really bad. Okay. Should we all restart our videos real quick? Yeah, we Is that can. A thing? Just a second. Yeah. Okay. Right. Hello. Hello. I want some curry now. <laughs> Welcome back. Speaking of curry, I just got some fresh coriander seeds. Pretty excited about that. Um, <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Um, to Duck Duck Dice. Um, so yeah, you guys now have um, this woman in captivity uh, who has been um, left under your charge by Marcus, the uh, captain of the Hornrock Guard. Who's having? You can tell. You could tell. He's just. He's having a rough day. He's having a rough. I mean, one of his guys got killed. Two of them, right? I mean, yeah. one of them. Yeah, one, one of them. And if he's in charge of this caravan, he's doing a piss poor job. I mean, <laughs> we don't know. Regular caravans could be even worse. Yeah. Maybe he's doing an outstanding job comparatively. True. Uh, all I'm saying is he lost half the goods on this caravan. <laughs> Well, so the guards are in charge of their individual, like the Green Net Company guys are in charge of the. Yeah, they're the ones that lost. Yeah, 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 but who, who's in charge of the caravan as a whole? Harundi. Oh, man, that Harundi guy is really messing shit up. That's a lady. She, he, she yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They're You're going to really complain about people. You could at least it's a, it's learn a division, who they are. It's a division of labor. Some people are charged with guarding, some people with driving, others just making sure they get it from point A to point B. And some people from doing weird things with ladies. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, so what do you guys do with this, this woman? Uh, leave her tied up, feed her water and food every now and then. Okay. Well, when we get back to camp, I'll it's pretty much as bad as it sounds, too. Taking a hostage is a lot of responsibility. I'll let her know what's going on. Kaya, you're really quiet. Oh, move my headset back again. Uh, when we get back to camp, I'll let... When we bring this lady back, I'll grab Una and pull her aside and be like, so this is what happened. <laughs> and I'll fill her in. Okay. Yeah. Una's like, how did I miss that? I was just sitting in this cart minding my own business. Totally unawares. <laughs> Sounds like Uno. Yeah. She's focused Ooh. on the beans. Lost Ooh. in euphoric bean flavor. Who we've noted, known for two days now. Yeah. It feels like much longer, though. 
She's got an old soul. <laughs> so she says to uh, the woman, says to Eret, so what's your name? Eret. <laughs> Eret, you look like the type who would have more than a first name. Well, you're pretty perceptive. So you probably have already perceived that I'm not going to tell you. So keep trying. <laughs> There's a horse in here somewhere. Um, Some of these effects um, are going real well with the 3D. <laughs> so you guys um, secure her inside of the wagon. Um, and she just is kind of silent. All right, well, outside by the fire. How does the blood tongue disposal go? Um, yeah, I mean, Marcus kind of oversees it to make sure that each piece of um blood tongue gets smashed out on the rocks, um, using sledgehammers, uh, one of which is provided to you by the clear crew. Um, you guys make swift work of the uh, probably about three dozen rocks of blood tongue that are now just dust that is uh smashed into the muddy dirt of the area that you're in known as the widening all right after i'm done i'll just pee on it too just for good measure okay you never know i'm so glad i'm out there Lex also had to go, and I'm just like, well, this seems like two birds, one stone. I mean, uh, I'm not there. All right. <clears throat> so, the sort of fracas of the evening died down. Um, you just hear kind of scrammy from inside his wagon because he's gone inside by the time all this happens. You, you just kind of hear like, can't wait to hear about what you did tomorrow. <laughs> Sleep tight. You too, Scrammy Finch. <laughs> all right. So you guys going to bed and doing your watches? <clears throat> yep. I guess so. All right. Kaya, you are first. Make a perception check and roll a D100 for me. Uh, Helmy's with me. Uh, I think we got the same thing. Hold on. So that is a 19 and a 16. I take it back. Okay. And and the D100? Um, 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 Oh, that's a D8. There we go. That's still a D8. 41. All right. The night passes with out incident. The night or her watch? Her watch. Apologies. Her oh, watch. Damn it. Damn. <clears throat> so, Kaya, you, you wake up Ally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Ally, can I get the same thing? A perception check and a... 
D100. Uh, perception is a 15 and a 28. All right. So the night or your, your watch passes by and you don't notice anything until you realize that the woman is gone as you go to wake up Lex for his part of the shift. I imagined I was like in the wagon watching her. But... Well, I mean, I, I guess that's, so I guess I would have figured that you guys would have been outside keeping watch for things. But if you're telling me that you're, you were just looking, just sitting in the wagon. Yeah. I mean, if she's in the wagon and that's, where's everyone sleeping at? Are they sleeping like, and a half in the wagon and stuff or so the wagon is set up so you guys create like a sort of tent on the the outsides um there's enough room for all of you to like sit inside of the wagon not necessarily there's probably room enough for two of you to sleep um with una in the wagon um the rest of you maybe except for you or Eret, depending on where you guys wanted to sleep could fit inside of the wagon with Una and the woman in there. Yeah, I mean, because, so, like, Ally doesn't trust her at all. He's not going to, like, not be watching her. Like, he doesn't, he's not going to give a shit about Griffins or whatever the fuck else at this point. Especially sure. when she stabbed him and he got whatever from it, felt weird from it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I guess we'll walk through how I rolled this. And you guys, I mean, because so she rolled a I guess I don't know how to tell you guys this without potentially having to walk it back and so to get away she rolled a natural 20 with a plus 7 for the stealth she's also tied up I know well I guess so would it have been like with disadvantage or something? I don't know. So she. Because I think even I mean, and I get what you're saying, Clinton, I do. Um, I rolled this in two sort of steps. Um, so I put the DC to get out of the ropes at a 20 because it's a magical rope and it's self-binding. Um, however, Lex when searching her did not notice the hidden thieves tools on her. She rolled a 23 to escape, which she did during Kaya's turn to just sort of get loose of the ropes while still seemingly having them on her. And then at the shift change, basically she rolled a natural 20 plus seven to stealth. So I guess as we were like changing the shift and like yeah. guard. She managed yeah. to slip out that way. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, do you, d- does that make sense to you guys? Do you think I that that's kind of yeah yeah? I mean, it makes sense okay. that she like disappears while we're while Kaya's waking right. up or whatever. Right. Okay. Okay. So why don't we say then, as Kaya goes to wake you up, um, we er, you notice that she is gone. Okay. That that cool? Yeah, that works yeah. for me. Okay. Cool. 
<laughs> well, it's it's uh, Aerith's fault for not just having her killed. Is I think the more accurate uh, yeah. blame here. You guys so can't give me shit for pushing that guy down the fucking well anymore. Yeah. So Kyle, you kind of like you kind of look in the wagon and she's there. You go and wake up um, Ally. Ally, you go to check. And as like Kai's laying down, she like it's just a pile of ropes there. Uh, does she do damage to the ropes or anything? Uh, I mean you're asleep. <laughs> it's so I can log it, not so I would wake up or anything. Uh, I'm gonna jump on top of the wagon and just take a look around. Okay. I'd see her, which would sure. be the perception, I'm guessing. Yes, which was a 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no yeah, sign I, of I'll just look around and, I guess, shrug my shoulders and <laughs> watch for griffins instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. And the rest of your the night passes normally, and it is Alexis' turn to take watch. As you wake him up, do you so, tell him anything? Yeah, I'll tell him. <laughs> uh, she's she's gone. Uh, okay. Um, this has been an exciting four hours, I guess. Did we check to see if she took anything? Uh, I didn't know. I figured everything important was in the lockbox. I don't think she would have had time to get into it, so. But sometime between Kaya coming to wake me up and me waking and getting back to the wagon, she was gone, so. And I took a look around, didn't see her, didn't figure it was worth, uh. I'll do. I was in a ruckus for. I'll just kind of do like a tertiary glance like see like it's anything missing from any of our packs or like in the lockbox um it doesn't look like anything's been tampered with or moved around <laughs> whatever i guess you just bolted i guess good luck to her out there it's not kind out there but she seems far more resourceful than any of us i guess yeah i guess so oh well Maybe we'll come across her again and she will remember at least what kindness was shown to her. Maybe. I guess I guess it is what it is now. We'll just You she should get some rest. I'm gonna <laughs> It'll go one I'm of two now. ways. Either she really, really despises us now or she just really despises us. So <laughs> But yes, I'm gonna go to bed, and I yeah. climb up into the conch shell. Are yeah. you feeling all right too? I saw that you got stabbed with that knife. Yeah, I'm fine. There's something on it. I'm gonna have someone look at it at some point. But uh, yeah, I'm fine. I just, I don't know. It seemed like right. uh, that old turn to stone thing again. But I'm an old hat at that now. So. <laughs> all right. Well, just. I guess get some good rest. I will. I watch. Cats. Cats. You're not going out now. Now you're stuck here. 
Come here. Okay. This poor tortured buddy. You're a prisoner now. <laughs> You're just like the woman. She got out. Not anymore. <laughs> she bolted. Oh. This is how we get views, guys. <laughs> D&D. <laughs> Told you. Cats get views. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, um, yeah. Make a watch. make a perception check and a D one hundred for me. Um, I think that's an eighteen on perception. Yeah, and we'll go with these two. Maybe not. Eighty nine. Off in the distance, you can hear the girl. All right, dude, go. <laughs> Go. You can't stay. Go. Up there. Okay. Or down there. Working from home. (laughs) He he's always like wanting in, out, in, out. You're just gonna hang in here. Um you can hear you you don't see anything, but you can hear over the horizon the steady beat of drums begin to grow as you can hear a ting 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 from inside of the conch shell. Is it amplified? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little louder. Well, it, it's, it's more like that, it's, it's 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 warped. It's a warped sound. Um, but during, hold on, why am I? I keep trying to look around Twitch. Like, oh yeah, this is roll twenty. This is where things happen. There's so uh, many windows. I don't even have time to get uh, distracted by the internet. Let's see. So. Kaya. Something. Kaya. As you sleep, the darkness and silence that envelops your slumber gives way to sound. As you can hear at first what sounds like rain until in your mind you Focus on the noise, and the sound begins to become more clear. It sounds like dozens, if not hundreds, of small objects rolling across a hard, dry surface. And at intervals, growing with time, is the sound of drums coming from somewhere, someplace far off. Light comes to the dark in your mind as your vision opens up and you are soaring just above hundreds of small marble-sized black rocks that roll across a barren and arid ground. The shadow of an owl casts on the ground beneath you. You can feel air gliding over your body and the heat of the sun on your back. Your line of sight follows the path of stones as they roll across the ground. In their path, you see what looks like a forest of silver-barked trees that glint in the sun beneath a canopy of vibrant purple leaves. This patch of trees stands as a tall oasis in an otherwise desolate landscape of your view. As the rolling stones reach the edge of the forest, you awake 
just before your view breaks the tree line, as a faint sound of curious laughter echoes somewhere deep in your mind. And you awake to find Helmy perched on your feet, a purple leaf in his beak, as the sound of the drums from your dream greet you as you wake in the middle of the night. Helmy, where have you... Wait, what? Where did you get this? I'll just take it from him. Do I recognize it at all? Um, you would know the general shape of this, I would think, from your studies. Okay, dude, hold on. Well, you come in and then you want to know as soon as you got it, you know, you gotta make up your mind. Um, it is, it is a purple leaf. Um, it actually looks like for all intents and purposes, like an oak leaf, but it's purple. A very vibrant purple. I don't, I don't understand. I'll look outside of the tent. Yeah. I mean, you see sort of the last remnants of um, your guys' fire, just kind of a handful of embers kind of glowing. Um, A few, you know, kind of lights from small campfires outside some of the wagons and the tents, but a few people on watch. But, you know, just the sound of the drums, which no one seems to pay much attention to. The sound of clinking coming from the conch shell. Conch shell. The flail snail shell. I'll just sit and listen. All right. Who's so on watch right now? Lex is on watch. Yeah. I'll come sit with Lex. Oh, hey, Kaya. Surprised you're awake again. You all right? Yeah, I I couldn't sleep. I had some strange dream. Weird dream. Is everything everything okay? Yeah, no, it's well, the drums and you can hear the rock jingling around, but I haven't seen anything else. I haven't seen the any sign of our friend who got away from us, but our what? Oh, I thought. Okay. Um. And I'll go check where she was. I yeah, guess just, I, there's just a pile of loose ropes. It doesn't look like she took anything. Just somehow she managed to get away. Ally made it sound like it was it had to have happened when you guys were changing guard, but I guess she's gone. So that's that, really. No, that's not that's not that. What about Eret? Eret seems fine. When Marcus just... finds out that she escaped, what's going to happen to Eret? I mean, I guess we'll have to deal with it in the morning. I'm going to look for some sign of her, see if I can find some tracks that she's disturbed or anything. All right, make a survival check. I will kind of plot along. Okay. Not I assume you're you're popping up your dancing lights so you can see. Yeah, I'll make the lights so so okay. Lex 
can see too. I guess okay. if you're if you were looking. Yeah. Um, uh, make a check with advantage then if Lex is helping. I want this one. Ooh, is that cocked? I don't think it is. There's a no. No, it is not cocked. That is a nat twenty. Well, there's an indent in the middle of my dice box where the name of the company is, and I was trying to figure out if it was flat or not. It's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. You can see very clear footprints um, that almost seem to kind of just gingerly break the top coat of the kind of um, wet, crusted kind of sand that leads south the direction that you're going, but out of the encampment. If you want, I can try and follow these tracks down to see if I can catch up to her, but I don't... I can... I think I can... If I sit here, if I stay here, I can get Helmy to look. I can look in his eyes for a little while, but... I don't know. I We have to follow them somehow. Is it going to be safe for you for you to do that? Probably safer if I use my own two feet, honestly. I see really well in the dark, so it's more everything else I could see out there too. I'll follow it a little ways. I'll see if I'll make sure it runs out of camp at the very least. When we wake everyone else up, we can decide then what to do. Alright. And are you sure you don't want me to go with you or <laughs> Stay here and keep watch. If something happens in the night, I won't. You You're right. I just, just don't. Just turn back here if you come across anything. I will. There's no point getting careful. the jump on you. I'll be careful. And I will follow the tracks. Okay. It's pretty easy for you to follow the tracks. Um. How far would you say would you venture outside of the encampment into the dark of the the trail before you might turn back? Only about 100 feet or so. Okay. Um, She is long gone. And you venture out that 100 feet or so before, like, you know, kind of taking stock of the situation and, like, you know, Lex told you she, you know, left when you guys changed out shifts so she could have easily an hour or two, maybe even more ahead of you on foot. And you know she's pretty quick from what you saw her do earlier. I'll head back. Well, she went south. We're all going south. Don't know what to do. We'll work it out with Marcus tomorrow. Just she's no longer with she's no longer with the caravan. She's not getting taken to Marin's Gate. Really, I think that's the most that Marcus really is concerned with. Hey, that's hey, what Ryan. I got from it. Hmm. Out of curiosity. Have you ever seen a tree with purple leaves? 
Have I? Sam? No. no hey, no. the real Elmo. Thank you for subscribing. Oh, the real Elmo's on. Hi, the real Elmo. Thanks for subscribing. I feel like my camera's lagging real bad again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off and hop back on. All right. Get them honks into chat. Now you can honk anywhere on Twitch. Seems like he's second of it. All right. I don't see. On bad. All right. Um. So yeah, have I seen trees with purple leaves? You have not. Sorry, Kai. I don't think I've seen anything like that before. Probably nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so Al, uh, you're kind of awoken by the sound of the clanking in the, the vial. Um, do you pay it any mind or not tonight? No. Okay. All right. The drums continue on as, uh, Lex's watch goes on. Kaya, do you go back to oh. sleep? Um, before Kaya goes to sleep again. Yeah, time to do something. Yeah. Uh, Kaya, shouldn't weren't we gonna like try and mark the map for seeing how that stone was moving? If Ally didn't feel like it when when I woke him up, I don't know if we should. I mean, if it's bothering him, he's obviously awake, and if he's not, then we should probably let him sleep, don't you think? I guess I, I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up because we did talk about doing that as some sort of way to figure out where they're supposed to be going. How about we do it tomorrow night? All right. I guess as long as that works still. Should. I don't know why it wouldn't. I mean, the map isn't so big and the rock is pretty big. It would be a pretty small move with only one day's distance between where we were and where we are now. Maybe. Oh, well, I guess just get some rest. Sorry about all this other mess. No, it's it's fine. I feel a little bit like I've got a little whiplash over the whole thing, though. You know? I think I do. It's... I'll be ready. I'll be happy when we're done with this caravan. Me too. Although it means we have to figure out where we're going next. I guess anywhere other than here. Good a destination as any, I think. Do you want me to leave Helmy with you? Um, yeah, I guess if he wants to stay here. Well... And I'll call him over. Do you want to stay? And the little gray owl will just sit up on Lex's shoulder. Gently. 
just kind of like reach up and <laughs> kind of like when a cat is like pawing at you like you guys feel like the claws kind of like grip into your shoulder a little bit <laughs> like owls are needy <laughs> all right i'll tell him to be nice and i will go try to go back to sleep but before i do i'll just look at the purple oak leaf yeah slide it into it, my book all right lex with helmy on your shoulder you have a little bit of company during the rest of your watch but Nothing eventful happens as you wake Eret for his turn to take watch. Eret, you doing all right? But, 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 sure. It's, it's your watch. The girl ten, got out. Ten, ten more, ten more minutes. Eret, she's but, but, but. She's gone. Oh, yeah. Of course. Wait. She won't. Why would you stick around tied up in a crappy wagon? I didn't think there was much choice in the matter. I thought she was tied up and... Did you let her go? No. You just... I, I guess I just thought you'd be a little bit more angry about this or any sort of emotion i mean we saved her life she should be thankful and uh not a problem anymore we're all good all right man <laughs> sleep well so. all right you sure you got this i mean it's pitch black out yeah, I can see in the dark. It's fine. Helmy, do you want to, like, help Eret? No. The owl <laughs> does not. The owl is staying up all night. No owl. So Helmy flies to the perch the top of the wagon. All perches right. on top of the, uh, the mouthpiece of the flail snail shell. <laughs> does he play it? <laughs> no. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh no. Oh no. I'm an idiot. Hmm. Well, well, I just realized you... if I'd have remembered to cast alarm before we went to bed, none of this would have happened. <laughs> oh, Does we're it back to... these... It's all Kaya's fault. Yep, it looks like it's Kaya's fault. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> all right. Eric, make a, a D100 roll and a perception check uh, for me 47 and 11. All right. It's an amazing perception check. Yep. The drums die down at the start of your watch, and the night come or the morning comes without further incident. Huzzah. So it is now the morning. God, I hate the morning. But I've been awake for four hours, so it's fine. It's great. The noise of Scrammy Finch sort of like clanging out of his wagon and um kind of uh, tightening down some of the equipment on his wagon awakes the rest of you to the sort of dim morning light that's just starting to wash over the plateau. Can I can I go play the shell while uh, Ally's sleeping in it? Um, 
Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Where's Helmy? Up on top of the wagon. Oh, never mind. I'm not tall. <laughs> okay. All right. So you all slowly wake up. All right. As the, wa- the rest of the caravan is loading up their gear, taking down camp, and getting ready to get on the road again. Uh, is my rope okay? Your rope appears to be unharmed. It seems like what she did was she sort of got between one of the knots and managed to loosen it just enough for her to be able to slip out and unfurl the rest of the rope. Yeah, I have a coil back up in my backpack. Okay. What are we going to do about her? Who? Your ward. Your charge. Who? Man, Howie's really talkative this morning. Eric, what did you want her to do? Uh, go find someone. She seemed capable. Did you let her go? Why does everyone think that? I mean, god damn it, people. You you think you'd be happy I saved a life instead of got rid of a life? You told Marcus that you would keep an eye on her and she's gone. Oh, yeah. What are we going to tell Marcus? I mean, he seems pretty stressed out as it is. So you're just planning on not telling him? When you say it that way, it seems not good. But I don't want to get in trouble. He's going to find out eventually. I mean, that's what my dad always said, but... I got away with a lot of stuff. Just gonna step down from the wagon and start making breakfast. Preparing your rations? Yeah. Alright. Ally, are you down from the show? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you really feel like we should go tell Marcus, we can go tell Marcus. I'm more surprised that you thought she wouldn't get away. Personally, I mean, I was hoping the idea of a job would be nice and she'd stick around and actually help me out, but I guess not. But I feel better with her not dead, to be honest. I just hope that nothing bad comes from this, that's all. Guess we'll see. Or maybe we won't see the repercussions of it, but oh well, it's done is done. I mean, if you guys want to keep blaming Kaya, you know, it's fine with me. I don't think anyone was blaming her. Oh. I think this securely lies in your lap. Okay. I guess, yeah, as the leader of the party, it kind of is my fault. (laughs) (laughs) You are in charge here, I believe, when it comes to her, so. Uh, Who? Exactly. Cool. <laughs> that might be the issue. My head hurts, and I'm gonna go sit and make. Yeah, we never did too. find out her name, did we? That was what I was gonna ask in the morning, but um. Why did you wait all night? Don't you normally ask somebody their name when you employ them? I mean, normally you find out people's names when you meet, you know, like the first time. But that didn't happen. And I never paid her, so. She's not like my employee or anything. 
Una chimes in about something that she's read previously about, or just recently about the importance of the social exchange and greetings. <laughs> See, Una gets it. Yeah. Is there anything in your book about talking to people that you've captured, taken prisoner? Pretty sure it's a solid handshake. She says, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> Maybe there's a chapter on etiquette with prisoners. <laughs> it's towards the end. Just keep reading. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we just... I don't know if we. Never mind. She's as good as dead out there anyway, I suppose. Maybe this has been sobering for her if she survives. I mean, it's only what, like three days away at this point, especially if you're going at a pretty quick pace without the wagons. Probably fine. We'll probably see her later. Well, then you'll have some explaining to do when we find her again. Maybe if we find her in Marion's Gate, she'll take me up on my offer. Michael, that's still the only concern in your mind. <laughs> She's probably a bit pissed at us either way. I mean... Yeah? Oh, well. Whatever. It's your head, I suppose. And with that, the caravan begins rolling further south. On day three of your time in the Halcyon Plateau, and I think that's where we'll uh, pick it up next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you come back tomorrow. Tomorrow my... night for Game Yeah, Game Goose, hey. uh, hype man. That, that Game Goose podcast, sure 8 p.m. Happening? Yeah, that might I don't. Be uh, we have to figure out if Dan can technology or not. So, we'll see. okay. So maybe you watch Twitter. Like we'll 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 let folks know on Twitter at Party Foul Games what the dealio is. Yeah, uh, and guaranteed if we have it, there'll be some talk about Animal Crossing. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there you, there you go. I mean, feel free to just like talk about Animal Crossing on Twitter with us. Yeah, no, seriously, at us about Animal Crossing. We're all in on Animal Crossing. Anyway. I'm trying to if I can find a switch. Can can, <laughs> can it be like pound sign us or something? You can't leave your house to go get one either. I know. Maybe Amazon will send you one as like an essential good. Yeah, there we go. God. Or I've been six to eight weeks. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us on yet another episode of Duck, Duck, Dice, a Party File Games production. We hope to see you at the table digitally, of course, again next time. And like we always say in the game of life and all others, roll on.